It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! All right, everybody, welcome back. It is another fine edition of the Ears Up podcast. We've been away for quite a while. For a whole long time. Way too long. (laughs) Yeah. Way too long. Uh, sorry about that to to all of our loyal listeners. I'm sure there's there's at least ten of them, if not more. <laughs> Probably not that not ten now. <laughs> but find another podcast. Yeah, you know. So don't worry. We'll we'll, we'll get into into you know what took us so long and all that kind of stuff. Uh, basically, the studio that we borrow, the studio that we we rent time in was moving mm-hmm. and uh there was nothing we could do about it and uh you know they're they're in a better location right now and everything sounds great got some some upgrades i had to run through and make sure that we're doing everything properly but uh we're back we are back we aren't going anywhere uh this place is not going anywhere right they're here for a long time so forever uh, forever yeah, that's right taryn <laughs> It's good to see everybody with uh, microphones in their faces right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I missed it. I I, I was really excited all day long to come here. I know. (laughs) I've been excited for like a week. I mean, you just today. Me, like a week. But whatever. (laughs) Terrence is far better. I've been excited for a month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's been almost two months. It's been almost two months. Um, Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's been it's been way too long, everybody. It's been way too long. Uh, but let's get through some of our kind of normal beginning of the show stuff, and then we're gonna we're gonna catch you up on uh, on what you've missed. We have some blog posts and all that kind of stuff. So first things first, if you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes, follow us, subscribe uh, to us. I think is what it's subscribe. Uh, yeah. Subscribe is the mm-hmm. word for that. Okay, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Um, rate us on iTunes. That does help out a lot. Uh, if you're not an iTunes person, we uh, we have we are in. Tune in radio. We are on uh, Stitcher mm-hmm. and uh, I think some other podcast aggregates. I don't really. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them out there, but yeah. those two, uh, those three rather, iTunes, Tune in Radio, and Stitcher. You can find us there for sure. We're also on the social networks. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Taryn just Instagram did did a photo of us. And that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She said uh, she's like I'm not very good at selfies. I'm like I've never heard a, a, a woman say that in my entire <laughs> life. I've never, and she's wrong. She's great at them for sure. We're also on Pinterest. Taryn, how's our Pinterest page going? Pinterest is going very, very well. All right. Is a slow, steady pulse? Yes. All There's right. a lot of wedding stuff on there, which is kind of fun. That's oh. all. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Terrence. Oh. Oh. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, if you have any feedback on the show, <laughs> send that to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Compliments go to Terrence. T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E at earsuppodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And you can send whatever else you want to Jason at earsup-podcast.com. Dot com. I did, and you you laughed at me, Terrence, the the last show we did or the show before, right. when I said, you can send pictures of cats. Um, I got pictures of cats. With or without Mickey ears. I knew you would. Oh, I can't remember. Uh. I, I didn't. I'm not going to open an attachment from Stranger. No. <laughs> I just saw it was like pictures of cats attached. And I go, oh, that's very nice. And I just deleted it because I don't know what it is. Well, thank you whoever sent that to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Um, so don't forget to check out the blog for more cool, cool Disneyland info, such as the following. We have posted so much stuff. We, if, if we're not doing a show, we at least try to throw up some stuff on the blog. And we have some pretty good posts, uh, mainly uh, Captain EO tribute, mm-hmm. uh, Terrence's thoughts on the Captain EO removal and subsequent replacement rant, for the, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer preview. Yes, for a trailer taken out. The great Michael Jackson for a trailer. <laughs> but just go to the blog. You, you can read it, and yeah. then you can uh, email me and let me know what you think. 
what I like about Terrence, uh, he, he has this writing style where it's very story driven. He's telling you a story and he's reliving uh, moments w- within his own personal history. And I, I like that. It definitely goes uh, away from my sort of, I'm now reporting and this is my blog and I'm doing very much blog things uh, whenever <laughs> I post anything. So uh, I appreciate that, Terrence. I like I like the uh, the diversity that we have of our storytellings. Well, thank you. Um, then after that, we posted a, a, uh, a nice... Um, rundown of Disneyland ride height requirements mm-hmm. and because there's there's there are actually kind of a lot of them so if you're going to take your kid maybe for the first time uh, maybe for the 10th time who knows uh, and if you've ever been to Disneyland you and walked by a busy ride never fails you've always seen a kid standing next to the the ride height thing crying yes. because they're <laughs> half an inch too short to go on the ride yes. and you can save yourself you can save yourself all that time and stress and, and stress on the kid mm-hmm. but mainly stress on me for hearing your child scream <laughs> uh, by just seriously check it out disneyland ride height requirements go to the blog check that out and uh, there it's just it's it's by height 32 inches if you're 32 inches high you can ride autopia yeah 35 inches Gadgets, Go Coaster, and Autopia. And, you know, you get mm-hmm. the thing. There's also a list of things uh, that you can do at any height. That's Yeah, that's good. Which are mainly the five dark rides. Mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion, uh, you know, the Mickey and Minnie's house, Pirate's Lair, Sailing Ship Club. So you can have an entire day at Disneyland with a, a little squirt under 32 inches mm-hmm. and uh, and never ever have that i want to go on indie because now you know i'm just going to avoid that section exactly that's, yeah. that's really the main point and it's broken out between disneyland and california adventure so trying to help the parents out there yeah. you know what i'm trying to say yeah that's um, awesome. then we had a couple of little uh hidden sneak previews of the new alice in wonderland projection uh projection it looks, effect it looks cool that looked pretty cool yeah. right that was a, a cool, uh, you know short no, little thing I, i'm a little it's my favorite ride so i'm not gonna lie i'm a little uh Concerned. I've heard it. I've heard it's they've they've done it really well. I've heard it's a very beautiful ride. Yeah. Uh, they they've kind of stayed true. They didn't really detract a whole lot from everything. Um, but it is. And and we'll we'll talk uh, in a couple of shows. We're going to hopefully have an interview about this. They're doing a lot of projection effects. Mm-hmm. They in, yeah. in Alice specifically, they pulled out a a, um, a character, mm-hmm. the Cheshire Cat, and then replaced him with a projection effect. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, okay, then now, yeah, now that's the new norm. Right. And right. so anything you do to improve on that projection is still okay, but it's not ever going to take the place of a character. Right. And that's right. why we go to these things, right? Uh, then our friend Blobber Glop, our, our little that's tiny Canadian name. friend. Yeah. It's <laughs> his Christian name. Uh, he took his family to uh, Disney Paris mm-hmm. recently, and he has a giant post and i love it he, he has a, yeah. he has a great uh, a great style too but he kind of breaks down uh how disneyland anaheim compares to disneyland paris i guess if we can call it disneyland um some photos and all that kind of stuff and, and just his kind of thoughts on uh you know touring both places he's been a tourist in both parks yeah yeah um which i found very valuable it's pretty cool yeah, it really made me want to go there. Yeah, me too. More than ever. Yeah. Yeah, mainly because he was like, there's no one here. Yeah. There's yeah. nobody here. Yeah. Um, you know, anyway, so so definitely check it out. If you're thinking about going to Disney Paris, uh, it, it's pretty cool. What, what blew me away the most? They have a, a, um, a picture on Pirates of the Caribbean. I saw that too. Yeah. You, you ride photo. It looks really weird and kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and so that's, that's Blobber in the photo kind of shrugging his shoulders going, I don't know what's going on right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway. And then we get into some Club 33 nonsense. Yeah, these are exclusive. They were exclusive photos. 
uh, of kind of some of the renovations in Club 33. The, the Imagineers really did have a, a tight, tight clampdown mm-hmm. on, on everything that was going on. Um, the only cameras that were allowed were the standard, uh, well, I shouldn't say standard, but the, the staff photos, the in-house photos of right. just how everything is placed so they can reference them for later, right? Mm-hmm. But we were able to get some of the, the vulture. Uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, just some of the dining room area, all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. So check all that stuff out over on the earsuppodcast.com. And if you happen to be a member of Club 33, go ahead and contact us. Yeah, go ahead and contact us because <laughs> I'd like to go to Club 33. That would be cool to dine in Club 33. But also, I kind of want to go to 1901. That, yes, which is the exclusive true. club for the people who are in the exclusive club. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. I know. It's strange how that works. It's weird, it? right? Well, it yeah. wasn't. Club 33 wasn't exclusive it, bleh, Exclusive enough anymore. Right. Right. So they had to create now another level. I wonder how they sold it. Do you have too much money? <laughs> is your retirement account full? Then upgrade your account to a platinum account and come over to the 1901 <laughs> lounge. So funny. Uh, by the way, uh, our name is on the list, a uh, waiting list. So Is it really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta of course talk, it is. I have to talk to my wife because she said, I don't know. I'm like, ah, we should do this. <laughs> we well, really uh, should. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. You just put your name on it, and then in 10 years, if it comes up, that's when you decide whether or not you can do uh, it. I read a blog post from some dude. Uh, he said it took him four, and he turned it down. He's crazy. Oh, I wonder if yeah. he had to. Four years. No, I, we're not going to have enough money in four years. That's the thing no, is that I think I'm going to be no. rich enough in 10 years to be able to join Club 33, but right. I'll probably be poorer than I am right now. See, but here, <laughs> that's <laughs> here, the here, problem. here's the deal, though. If we get in first, mm-hmm. we're hitting you and a couple other people up and we'll just go in, uh, just go ah. in lump sum. You can only mm-hmm. bring 20 people now, um, uh, 20 people a year on your membership guests. now. 20 guests. Oh well, so it's enough for us to all go once. That definitely makes which sense. which is more so, than enough. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. see you need you to know, go. Club it's excessive to go more than once a year. That's an uh, expensive place. Even if you are a member and you're paying the fee, it's an expensive place to go. Keep in mind, uh, we would totally go all the time if you had the money. Oh yeah, if I had the money sure. and I lived in L.A., I would be there. That'd be my lunch every single day. Yeah, is Club Thirty Three. Well, and I think I say <laughs> <Yeah>. every, single, <laughs> every day, single day, that would be excessive to the extreme. Like if, uh, I, if you have enough money to be in Club 33, you're not really hurting at all. So I don't I know. Could do that. That, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Taryn. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly she's like, yeah, yeah, all right. I would never go more <laughs> than once a year, but every hey, day that could work. Well, yeah. Talking right? about- Let's make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, I can change my mind. You can. You, well, yeah, sure, but uh, in four point nine seconds, yeah. it's a pretty. It's a record. For I'm a you. girl. That's a major flip flop over there. I like yeah, it. I still want to know how to get in the dream suite. Those oh. are the two things: nineteen oh one and the dream suite. That one's then, still elusive. To then me. I'll be done. It's like okay, cool. I've done it. That's that's cool. It was yeah. fun. It was a lot of fun. If I could do it I again, if it would I would almost be it, sad because then there's nothing left to do. No, it wouldn't be sad. No, no. I would not be sad about that. I would be interjecting into people's conversations. They're like, what's the dream suite? Oh, something I've oh, been in. Let me That's show you on is. my yeah. phone. I have Facebook yeah. pictures of that. Oh, man. Yeah. Why don't you friend me? <laughs> I'll Instagram them to you. Anyway. Uh, that's what you guys have missed. So, uh, you know, again, sorry for such a long break. Uh, won't happen again. And actually, we do have some pretty cool stuff coming up. We have a couple of really cool interviews yeah. uh, we're lining up right now. Hopefully with an Imagineer. Mm-hmm. I will say a... Uh, very important Imagineer. We have a guy who just wrote a book mm-hmm. about some stuff. We're going to have him on. Uh, we're talking about getting some actual rides with people on staff at Disneyland. So yep. maybe some kind of uh, grease monkeys, you know, some mechanics talking about, well, I don't want to 
I don't yeah. want to ruin it for you, but Lots I don't know. It, it'll be pretty cool. So so we have some cool stuff happening and uh yeah. and uh you know, hang with us. As Walt would say, we have some things that are gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh speaking of things, Taryn, why don't you take us into some feedback? Okay. I'm gonna preface this one with this is my favorite feedback we've ever gotten. It's right. um it, it also it totally made me tear up. Okay. And so here we go. Are you gonna make it through? I don't know. We'll okay. find out. All right. <laughs> yeah. She has no idea. Yeah. Why would she know? This is from Melanie. Oh, I love it already. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm a few shows behind and I'm catching up just listening to the show about things for adults to do at Disneyland. We had a memorable experience at... Uh-oh. It's starting already. I, I can hear it. Not. You can hear the yeah. pause and the swallow. Oh. <laughs> that was a dramatic pause. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we had a memorable experience at the Cove Bar in DCA in June. We waited in a very long line, at least an hour, to get a spot overlooking the bay in Mickey's Fun Wheel, as we were planning a stay, uh, a stay a few hour to stay a few hours and catch World of Color, where my guy ended up proposing to me that night. Oh, well done, sir. Well done. I know, right? It goes on. No. Oh. I thought that was it. <laughs> no. I couldn't remember where I had heard about the Cove Bar until listening to your show. It was from you guys. Yes. Hmm. So, That's right. With Dan, right? From Mouse Brew. Well, yep. she brings that up. Oh, okay. Um, so, she just wanted to say, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing the info and thanks to your guest for sharing. And like you said, she's talking about uh, Mouse Brew on Instagram, mm-hmm. Dan. Um, as we would never have uh, given it a second look and the view was breathtaking and made the proposal perfect. The weight, uh, oh, and then she kind of gives me tips. The weight is well worth it. Uh, lobster nachos are pretty much everything, and everything else on the menu was delicious. She had a Mickey's Fun Wheel, and it was beautiful and tasted great. Okay. Uh, we felt like we got some serious bang for our buck. Total bill for seven people came out to $120, and we all had drinks and each ordered an appetizer. That's not bad. Not at all. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Drinks were about ten or nine seventy five at most, even for the really fancy ones. Uh, the cast members were awesome. They worked with my guy to help him plan his proposal during the World of Color. And when the lights went on, they uh, they had prepared a beautiful arrangement of tray. Uh, beautiful. Blah. Can't read. See, I'm getting all emotional here. Uh, <laughs> he prepared a beautiful arrangement of trays and desserts for each person. And the plate said, happily ever after, written with chocolate. Oh. Isn't that so sweet? That is. We helped in somebody's proposal. You're welcome, Melanie. Yeah, no, I thought you're it was welcome. so nice. Um, <laughs> Thanks to Dan for dropping that little yeah. piece of information. Well, yeah. and she she ends with hoping I twisted your arm at least a little bit about checking out the, our new favorite place. I love your show. So thank you, Melanie, for sharing. I thought that was very very that sweet. That's pretty good. And the kids say that's adorbs. That's a, <laughs> totes. Totes. Thank you. Totes adorbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're already planning on going there. Anyway, yeah, next definitely. Time we go. We're definitely want to go. It out, but, yeah, but, but that's, that's awesome. cool. That's well, really good to hear. When we go, we'll think of you, Melanie. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. So nothing's going to top that. So I'm just leaving it at that for feedback for this week. Good. That's good <laughs> feedback. Thank you, Taryn. You did great at it. Thanks. You want a, a napkin <laughs> or clean? I used I used my sleeve. Okay, that's right. <laughs> that's all right. That is okay, Taryn. Because you wear your heart on your sleeve, you might as well wear your tears on your sleeve too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get I, into the, I usually do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Uh, so we first heard about this incident uh, when Taryn and I did the Walk in Walt's Disneyland Footsteps tour. Uh, all the uh, tour guide cast member would say is, it was the darkest day in Disneyland's history. And we're like, well, what is this? <laughs> what, what are they talking about? What could possibly be um, something called the Yippie Riots? 
Now, this happened August 6th, 1970. And uh, what a yippie is, or what the yippie riots were. Uh, the yippie is a Youth International Party, which is an offshoot of an anti-Vietnam War protest group known for their theatrical protests. So the point was they were going to use their anger at the dress code in Disneyland, um, and they scheduled a protest at the park to bring attention to the growing anti-war movement. And so the dress code in the park at that point was no long hair, no you know skirt. People were wearing slacks. It was it was right. not like it is today. You couldn't just show up in flip flops. You couldn't just you know what I mean. It was a, it, it was, was a to do. It, it was, was a big to do. Yes, yeah. it actually meant something to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so hold hold on. This whole thing was because of a dress code. Uh, well, no, the it, it was okay. it was an anti-war protest disguised as a protest against the oppressive man. Oh, uh, okay, man. gotcha. <laughs> um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So if you had a long hair, short skirt, and a beard. Uh, you know, you, you weren't, weren't really allowed in the park. Now, what they don't say is all this kind of stuff was already being relaxed by the time these protests right. took place. But the youth of today, they like to, uh, you know, exaggerate and exacerbate issues. And they just wanted to have some fun. Like I said, they were really known for their theatrical protest and stuff. So um, what they did is they printed up about 100,000 flyers about their protest. Handed out wow. nationwide days before the event, uh, they call it the first international yippie powwow. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. it sounds so fun! How wonderful, right? I want to uh, join. <laughs> Do we uh, get juice? We we could get juice. Your sister's out there. <laughs> oh, she is. I don't know if you want to bring him in. Um, I can. They sure. probably like it. Yeah, why not? Okay. What the hey? You guys keep going. Okay. All right. Good. Um. So. Uh, like any good protest, they had a, a schedule of of events, yeah, which I feel like. Which first of all, you're 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 a protest group. Do protest? I didn't know that protests had itineraries, but okay, right. <laughs> you're, you're protesting, but but you need to be you need to conform. Yeah, so you're exactly. protesting against conformity, but at the same time, you need to. <laughs> You know Whatever. what? The man's telling us what to do. He wants us to do things in an orderly fashion. So we're going to do this in this order, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to the man. Right. Listen to me. Exactly. Because I'm organizing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the president's like, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, the, the, pre- the, the president, the uh, schedule was kind of a joke, mm-hmm. really. So it, the, the event started off with a Black Panther hot breakfast oh. from 9 to 10 a.m. at Aunt Jemima's Pancake House, which, first of all, the park didn't open till 10 o'clock. Uh. So already the schedule was kind of blown because... Uh, you know, they said, oh, all the Black Panthers meet at the, at the Aunt Jemima's Pancake House an hour before, right? Uh, so then after the pancake breakfast, they give you an hour to uh, head on over to uh, Captain Hook's boat for the Young Pirates League. And you meet there and you do some shenanigans. Women's Liberation uh, meeting at noon to free Minnie Mouse from her male-dominated home in front of oh, Fantasyland. Oh, awesome. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm so joining this club. <laughs> yeah, you're going to travel back in time. Yeah, back in time. Back in time. Um, then there was a self defense collective from one to two p.m. in front of the shooting gallery in Frontierland. <laughs> Midday feast of Porky Pig at three p.m. Who is obviously yeah, not a Disney character. Yeah. Uh, finally, there was supposed to be an infiltration <laughs> and liberation of Tom Sawyer's Island, followed by a smoke in. Now, you you kids who are listening <sighs> to this. Um, don't worry about what that means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that was all kind of, and it was kind of tongue in cheek. And then, you know, and, and I, I understand that, I suppose. But uh, the, the thing really got some, some traction, so they thought, from the LA Free Press, 
who advertised the event, uh, increasing the visibility of the protest by Disney officials. No one really knew about it until it showed up in the L.A. Free Press. So what did Disney do? They expected a giant amount of people. Yeah. So they contacted the LAPD, Orange PD, like all the, 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 the surrounding area police, mm-hmm. uh, police force. They were waiting backstage or in the front gates to make sure nothing happened, right? The only event that actually took place, we'll jump ahead a little bit, was the smoke-in. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Of course it so, did. That's very surprising. Go figure that one out. Uh, so they did take over Tom Sawyer's Island. They did pull down the uh, American flag and put up the Viet Cong flag, oh. which enraged some people, So of course. And then that was followed by more uh, smoking. <laughs> Wow. So the park, the staff, was uh, they were ready for about 200,000 kids to show up. They, they called in uh, people from their off days, like people who you know, helped run the park, other mm-hmm. cast members, to actually sit uh, covertly and just watch for trouble. Right. Um, how many do you think showed up, Terrence? How many out of, out, of, out of they were expecting 200,000? Keep in mind, 100,000 flyers nationally. And there were actually kids who, who came from other states to do this. So, uh, L.A. Free Press. 50,000? I, I have no idea. I, I think it's a low number. I'm going to go with 10,000. 300. <laughs> oh. That's how... That's, that's not a even good, a protest. That's a good <laughs> it's, not, it's not. And and so they, they interviewed a, a, a couple people throughout time who, who actually participated in this. And uh, the numbers are about, eh, maybe about roughly half just kind of showed up to see what would happen. So 150 <laughs> kids. Uh, essentially. Re- how? You can't even notice that. No, you can't. Well... It goes on. Oh, so okay. they actually they actually did some shenanigans. They 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 did some some stuff. So most of the trouble that was caused was relatively harmless. They, you know, smoking on rides, climbing the chicken of the sea mast, <laughs> on the restaurant, <laughs> and uh, messing with a Main Street marching band while singing protest songs. Oh gosh! So you know, general uh, general shenanigans, shenaniganery. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, the two hundred and fifty, or excuse me, the twenty five thousand regular guests there were obviously not pleased, as you can imagine. Some begin to sing America the Beautiful in response to the protest songs. Mark. That actually sounds right. kind of nice. Right. I, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's fights, a way to protest right, right there. Fights broke out at the gates and along Main Street, and the Yippie Kids ran off into the park when these uh, fights were, were being broken up. Right. Instead of being corralled and arrested, obviously, they just split. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just hightailed it off in the park. Up until this point, Disney security and cast members were dealing with any confrontations, but a security guard was... Assaulted, which of course things will escalate, which forced park officials to close down Disneyland five hours early. Disneyland closed at seven ten officially. And I think in- that, I'm sorry, that was like one of the only times that's ever happened. I right? thought it was that. That's the rumor. Then, yeah. What was the other one? Like JFK or something like that? Is that what oh, it was? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that was the only way they can kind of just make sure that everyone was clearing out because, as I said, there were reports of other kind of. Uh, things happening within the park, uh, and and you couldn't really get a handle on it because you didn't know who was who was doing it really. Right. Uh, so they decided just to close down and uh, kind of closed land by land. They just kind of marched through and just evacuated the entirety of the park. Uh, once outside, the yippies created much more trouble, leading to fights in the parking lot and in front of the Disneyland hotel, and even some stores being looted. Some reports over the years of tear gas being used have, have come down, and uh, the police wrapped up everything around 11 o'clock that night. 
Hmm. Which, so you it know, sounds like 300 people did some damage. Right. <laughs> 150. Yeah. Well, right, 150. Or less. Yeah. Or Who less. knows? Uh, yeah, reading some accounts of that day, it seems like about half of the people there were just hanging out watching the freaks cause trouble. And, you know, these, I went through the uh, newspaper archives. They're online, which is pretty cool. And uh, just reading the police reports of this stuff, there weren't, there weren't that many kids. Yeah. There just weren't a lot of people hanging out. Uh, when the cops started clearing the park out, though, anyone who was different was treated as a, quote, yippie. Lots of straight <laughs> families yelling at the hippies and such led many to believe the whole thing was blown way out of proportion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there were a couple mm-hmm. interviews of, of, of kids going, yeah, I was there. I was with my family. And uh-huh. I was just yeah. watching, and I got pushed out of the park and separated from my family, and it was just it I was kind totally of weird. I totally see that happening. For sure. Um, the Anaheim police uh, launched an investigation into the source of the flyers, and uh, it was a house in Anaheim, <laughs> oh, really? which is kind of crazy. Some they, little kid. They tracked all this, you know, <laughs> they just figured it out. Uh, any guests who came back to the park the next day and had tickets for the previous day got their entire ticket refunded. Oh, that's, well, that's cool. good. All right. that's, I mean, that's... what are you going to do, right? Uh, wow. In total, there were 18 arrests. And uh, as you guys mentioned, it was, in fact, the second closing in park history. The first was in 63 to mourn JFK. Uh, park was officially closed at 710 cleared land by land so uh not only do we have kind of a cool history lesson but also sort of a myth debunked uh because i've always heard that this was the only time in park history and mm. in fact the cast member i forget his name now i want to say raul but that wasn't it uh he was like it's the only day, it's the only time that it's ever been closed but it you know according to the uh orange county courier or whatever it is uh back in the, you know uh, whenever this was uh reported you know they said they were closed on 63 to mourn JFK's uh, assassination. So. They didn't even close when Walt died. I know. Why would they? But he also, wouldn't want yeah, that. he wouldn't, he wouldn't want, want that. that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So that's the uh, Yippie Riots. That's wild. Kids, any questions? Me. Any questions on uh, anti-war protests? <laughs> well, it just seems kind of funny to me that it it does seem like it was completely blown out of proportion. I mean, just the way that we found out about it, that was Disney's dark day. It's like... <laughs> Very, it very wasn't really that bad. It's not that dark. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, also, if that was Disney's dark day, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. But also, I mean, yeah, they just shut the park down. Forget about it. A security yeah, guard was assaulted. There's one, a lot of kids smoking one, out right now. One security we're guard done. was assaulted. Yeah. Everyone out. Yeah. We're done. No tolerance. Zero tolerance policy. You think that would happen this this day and age? Absolutely Well, I was not. trying to think no. about, like, no. remember... Uh, uh, few months back there's like that fire that started in one of the garbage cans yeah they didn't shut the park down even though there was like rumor that it might be a bomb oh was it, expo- it was an explosion, explosion. Yeah. Was someone explosion. made a dry ice bomb yeah, through yeah. the yeah. but they didn't shut down they just shut down toontown yeah. like everybody else just go about your business lot, it's fine don't worry about it's it it's a lot of money to be made come on if you die at yeah. disneyland you're gonna die happy yeah <laughs> so. i think if you die in disneyland i'm not gonna i don't want to start a rumor but i think if you die in disneyland you uh your entire family gets to stay at the dream suite Who's going to volunteer themselves? I was going to say, how can <laughs> we do? Can we consider each other family? Yeah, family's right. not. Hey guys, family's my not blood. Here. Oh, <laughs> Ellen, we might have to take you on our next uh, Disneyland trip. <laughs> you may never come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. Yippee riots, dude! Pretty wow. crazy. I don't know. Check it out. There's a few places I think like Dave Land and, and mm-hmm. Yesterland or Dave Webb, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, they, they have some photos and. Uh, yeah, just long-haired, stringy, you know, hippie kids just walking around. Just kids smoking. Yeah, well, it's funny. I was it looking. I was looking at some of the photos today and like prepping for this, yeah. and they just look like any other pictures from the seventies. 
but in front of the castle. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They almost look like Photoshop. They just don't look real. It's like, really? (laughs) You're going to protest Disneyland? I, yeah, the I mean, uh, you know the uh, the uh, atrocious dress code. Yeah. yeah okay. Great. <laughs> cool. Whatever. Uh, we also have some Disney news. Oh. You guys want to do some Disney news? I always love Disney it. news. Right. We actually kind of have a lot of cool news. I think. Uh, let's see if I can remember how to do this. It's been so long. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the ears up Disney news. I almost messed it up. All right, here we go. Uh, Terrence, I don't know if you if you know about this. Terrence, I know I know you and I watch it. The Seven D. Have you heard of the Seven D? No. It's a new cartoon series on uh, on uh, Disney XD. What do you think the Seven D are? Um, I have no idea. You're smart. You can do it. <laughs> the Seven Disney. Oh, 7D. dwarves. Yeah. Yes. There we go. So they've rebooted the Seven Dwarves, Terrence. Okay, uh, but they are no longer uh, just you know uh, kind of pseudo depressed miners <laughs> mining mining gems for no one in particular. They're right. they're kind of happy go lucky. Like I said, they're 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 rebooted. They're reinvigorated. Right. Well, one okay. of them's happy, but they're not the Seven Dwarves. They're the Seven D. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Just, it sounds. They're cooler. a gang that helps the queen. They're a gang that helps the queen. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 essentially, yeah, it's kind of an eccentric queen, and 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 they're kind of summoned all the time, and uh, and it's then just, they go and help the help the queen do some stuff. It has nothing to do with the original story at all. In fact, so we, we we've sat through a couple of these episodes. Um, literally, the only thing that that correlates the seven dwarves to seven D are the fact that they have mostly the same names as the seven dwarves and they're minors. Wait, they have the same name. Mm-hmm. It's Snow White. No, but okay, so by, but my theory Not yet. Not yet. My theory is that if this is all pre Snow White. So like there's a bad guy, there's like a bad couple and okay. and they're like the bad guys. And I think and then there's a queen and I think uh, I don't know if this is all going to play out, but I have a feeling that the bad people end up being uh, the the stepmother, the ugly witch lady. What a, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want to try that again? No. What was that? Oh. <laughs> it's not going to go any the better e- the second the, time. The wicked yeah. stepmother, the, the one, person, that, the one that looks in the mirror. Is it the stepmother? She's a stepmother. Yeah, that's, that's what it says Cinderella. in the end. No, is this? It's, Okay, so I just I, got real good. Cinderella, Cinderella, homie. <laughs> nah, uh, and I just said nah, but um, it, it, she's a stepmother yeah. at the beginning oh, okay. of the Snow White uh, animated movie. It says that she's a stepmom who um, was jealous go. of her her, her stepdaughter. So, okay, beauty so I think what happens is I think the queen is going to end up marrying somebody. They're going to have Snow White, and then then the queen's going to die, and then and then the bad lady is going to go and marry the king because all this bad lady wants is to live in the castle. So I think that that's where this story is going. I could be completely like you're wrong. You're calling her like, a bad lady. Yeah, that's a bad lady. A bad woman. No, a, no, she, no, no. She's a witch. She's a witch. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's a witch. So here's a little background on the 70. Uh, <laughs> Fans our age, uh, fans of, of animation, will uh, will recognize some of these names. Um, the series is executive produced by Emmy Award winning Tom Ruger from Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Tom Warburton from Codename Kids Next Door. Uh, serves as the co-executive producer, Sherry Stoner from Pinky and the Brain, and uh, Alfred Gimeno from Tiny Toon Adventures. 
Uh, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. Tiny Toons. And, and another uh, Animaniacs um, veteran. So they, they got a lot of heavy hitters on this thing. And the story, it, it, there's there's two stories per episode. And it's kind of crisp. Made me laugh. I don't know. So it's it's kind of like cute. 30 minute long, 15 minute yeah. episode. It's, yeah, it's okay. like 22 minutes, you know. Oh, so, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the 7D stars the voices of. Kelly Osborne. <laughs> She's the bad lady. Jess Harnell, Lee Allen Baker, Disney legend Bill Farmer, Maurice LaMarche, Kevin Michael Richardson, D. Bradley Baker. This is, sounds like I'm reading a serial killer list, right? <laughs> uh, Scott Minenville, <laughs> uh, Stephen Stanton, Paul Rugg, and uh, Billy West. No, Rugg. R-U-G-G. Yeah, I know. Okay. I said not red. Okay. Uh, but Billy West from, um, you know, Ren and Stimpy and yeah. all those people. Yeah, so... They got some good. They have some I, good talent. I've got to check this out now. It's it's pretty good. It it uh, it, it airs uh, Monday through Friday, ten to ten thirty, and it is right now the. Uh, um, oh, I thought I had numbers. Sorry, my bad. They, okay. There's an app. Just make it up. It's there's, fine. there's an app. Hundred uh, one point three million downloads for the little app, and um, and Dopey is still the best character. Is Dopey still like extremely dopey like he was in the cartoon? He's more just cute. He's in like this one. bashful or something. He doesn't talk. No, there is a, well, bashful. He, there is a bashful. No, there's a bashful, but, but Dopey doesn't talk also. Oh, yeah. He's, he's so like mute. Dopey didn't talk in the movies. He didn't? Oh, really? No. See, oh. who, who's ever really seen that movie? Me, because I have little kids. <laughs> I and I haven't seen it until like a month ago. I hadn't seen that, Cinderella. hadn't seen... Like ever in your entirety yeah, of your life yeah, ever. I still haven't seen Aladdin. You really are the worst Disneyland fan. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Disneyland is not Aladdin. That's not what it is. I can go and uh, go to the attraction and do all of that without seeing the movie. True. I just didn't grow up on Disney movies. Neither did I. It's yeah. interesting, though. Like, yeah. how, how did you guys end up liking Disneyland if you didn't watch the movie? Because Disneyland is a fun place to go. But even if you don't know the characters? It doesn't matter. It's, doesn't still, matter. it's just a ride. It's interesting. A I, yeah, it's just I a ride I loved Alice point. in Wonderland, so when I went to Disneyland and I got to see her on the ride, it was the best. Like, that's what brought me into it. Well, see, I... I didn't it really appreciate that's why i'm not a huge um fantasy land fan i'm not a humongous okay, okay. because i didn't grow sense. up with that and so i look at every all the other attractions in the park and i can say well you know it's kind of i really don't want to wait in line for an hour for a peter pan yeah that's fair. but then after i see the movie as an adult i go you know i really don't want to wait an hour for, in line <laughs> for peter pan but if i saw it as a kid it might be more near and dear to my heart. So I don't know. I mean, I saw it as a kid. I don't want to wait an hour in line. I, I think it's a cool ride, but I don't. I don't care. Yeah. I'll wait in line if if I'm in a party with a kid who wants to ride it. And it's like cool. I guess I can sit here yeah, and hang out. Decent. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, I just didn't grow up on it. Grew up on different stuff. That's it's cool. cool. Yeah. Kids of all ages. <laughs> cool, bros. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was a little too light. Let's take it down a notch. Uh, <laughs> Disney uh, Disney says, Boy 12 cut fingers on Pirate's Ride. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. A, uh, a, a, oh, wait. Is it? Oh. Cut fingers I can think of how off. this could have happened. A man whose fingertips were severed aboard a Disney Pirates of the Caribbean this month is in Disney World made international news. Three months before that, it turns out, a 12-year-old boy lacerated four fingers on the same ride. Ah! The incident involving the boy was one of a dozen significant injuries. Now, keep that keep that phrase in your mind. That's significant injuries. And you don't hear about this stuff. Walt though. Disney World reported to the state last week for the second quarter of 2014. Um, excuse me, Universal Orlando reported four injuries during that same time period. Oh, okay. So a dozen significant injuries. Mm-hmm. 
Here they are. Uh, five of Disney's incidents, including the one involving the 12-year-old boy, were at Magic Kingdom. Disney also reported that an 8-year-old girl briefly lost conscious consciousness on Magic Carpets of Aladdin. That's an excited little girl. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> um, a 64, here's where it gets great. A 64-year-old woman fell and fractured her fibula while exiting a vehicle at Tomorrowland Indy Speedway. Not that it's great that a 64-year-old woman broke her <laughs> fibula, but... Uh, okay, sixty-four year old. A sixty-eight-year-old man fell exiting the Astro Orbiter and developed a blood clot in his leg. Ooh. Okay, that's not Disneyland's fault. And a seventy-two-year-old woman with a pre-existing condition briefly lost consciousness and fell after leaving Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh. What are you doing uh, again, if you're yeah, over sixty? Too exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's too much. I'm. Mean, I'm sorry. I'm sixty-four and I'm in uh, an Indy Speedway ride. I mean, yeah, kudos to her, but uh, yeah, none of these, and you know, they're, they're not implying blame at all, but it, oh. you're right. It's not, it's not their fault. She fell. What are you going to do? People fall. Three Disney injuries. Where'd my thing go? Does it say how the boy um, hurt his finger? No, no, but I can imagine they're, it's they're between the boat. Yeah. They have their, Five, their right? hands on outside on the of the boat at all times. And uh, yeah. I don't feel, I, I, it's not on it. <laughs> at all times. Please keep your hands outside of the boat at all times. <laughs> I don't feel bad for these kids. I don't because you're sp- you listen to the thing. Mm-hmm. You're told to do the thing. It's your parents' fault. It's not the right exactly. fault. Exactly, your parents' exactly. fault for not watching your child. But do you think like since two of them were on pirates, do you think they're going to try and like change things? Probably put up, they, put up a net. One was a one was a man fully enclosed yeah. the boat. Yeah, one was a grown adult who should know better. A twelve year old. Okay, you okay, know well, that to sucks, be honest with you, I've put my hand in the water before. I put I've, my hand in the water every single time. I've I'm never on done it, right? it because the rules tell, the rules say not to do it. You're such a stickler. He, he's right? a I know. Total rule follower. Yeah. Big time. So three Disney injuries stemmed from the Epcot's Mission Space. Uh, Disney reported a 70-year-old woman complained of a chest pain. A 58-year-old man with a pre-existing condition felt tightness in his chest and nausea. And a 54-year-old woman complained of motion sickness. <laughs> this is, they had to report that, even if, wow. even of motion sickness. So, like, this is, like, what they have to report to their board of directors or whatever? Like, these to are the, the things state. that happen to the state? Yeah. That's uh, crazy. And Epcot, a 62-year-old woman fell on the walkway and injured her knee. Uh, and a 51-year-old woman experienced nausea, dizziness, and shortness of breath on Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. Which sounds like a terrible ride. I like ride, that all of us actually, just look clueless. Like, we have no yeah, idea like, what any huh? of these things are. No, that ride, um, I was watching a, a documentary on it. That ride looks really cool. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> a 61-year-old man felt weak after E.T. Adventure. Wait, you have to e. and you have to report? <laughs> yeah. A 15-year-old boy had a, quote, lowered level consciousness end quote on revenge of the mummy <laughs> what does that mean nobody knows lowered level con- i feel that way all the time yeah well <laughs> right. i feel like uh, i feel like his parents like like so timmy how did you how did you like the ride uh, i i oh my god timmy are you okay i just uh, like maybe he's just super blown away by it right yeah so here it is. The voluntary reports are an, a part of an agreement the theme parks have struck with the state, which has exempted them from public ride safety regulation. The parks are required to report injuries that occur on a ride are required and result in immediate hospital stay of more than 24 hours. Oh, interesting, huh? Yeah. So that's wild. So you hear about injuries at the park. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's someone doing something dumb. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to you kids. <laughs> Speaking of kids, 
have you heard, Tarrant? Do you have you have uh, you have child? Um, <laughs> Disney Infinity 2.0. Have you heard about this? It's like that interactive thing from uh, Disney bit. Infinity. Yeah, just a little bit. I think it sounds really cool. Uh, anyway, they, uh, just ahead of San Diego Comic-Con, which I think starts today, and Disney Interactive have released the first look and additional details for their exclusive Disney Infinity 2.0 Collector's Edition for the PS3 and PS4. Starting this fall, a special Disney Infinity Marvel Super Heroes Collector's Edition will be available at retail stores nationwide. This uh, limited edition offering will include the Disney Infinity Starter Pack for PS4, PS3, with six Avengers playset figures, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Captain America, and Hulk, who will be exclusive to the set for 30 days. So if you're kind of into that whole uh, Disney um, uh, interactive game, mm-hmm. um, get this set before Hulk goes away, dude. Yeah. Um, so I think you have this, these little characters in the base, and then you can you have essentially a figure of the figure that you're playing in the game, right? Right. I've never played it. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, in addition to the collector's edition, Sony will debut an exclusive hardware bundle for North America that includes a PS3, as well as Disney Infinity Marvel Super Hero Starter Pack that comes with Iron Man, Thor, and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty cool. That is cool. So check that out. I really want to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> Taryn? Uh, Start shopping for Christmas, dude. Okay. I thought you were asking my opinion. It's July. And you lost me at Thor. <laughs> Speaking of Thor. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to introduce everybody in the room to uh, Th- uh, to uh, Disney's new princess, Thor. <laughs> All right. That's right. Marvel <laughs> is, is creating Thor, is turning Thor into a woman. So, Are we just letting that marinate well, for a little bit? So what is your... Uh, I'd like you to explain for our, our, our folk um, your thought process behind why 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 that's a princess. Beca- okay. It's a well, Disney woman character. Like, Princess Leia will be a Disney princess. Well, also, Thor is a, is a son of a king. Yeah. Well, yes. Right. Okay. So this morning... Uh, not this morning, but uh, on ABC's The View, which I'm sure everybody watches, uh, Marvel announced that Thor, Marvel's god of thunder, will be a woman in the comics. This news is a major shift in Marvel's continuity since Thor is one of the oldest superheroes in the Marvel Universe. The new storyline will launch this October, penned by series writer Jason Aaron. Whoopi Goldberg, uh, the View's moderator, didn't mince words. I'm sure she didn't. (laughs) When she talked about the announcement, the character is a god, not a goddess, and will wield Majornir, whatever that is, uh, just like her predecessor, who was deemed unworthy of its power. Um... It's currently unclear who exactly is filling the role of Thor going forward as the original character wasn't gender swapped. Goldberg did, however, joke that it was uh, that it was her under the helm. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg is not funny. <laughs> well, uh, She hasn't been funny since Sister Act 2. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie, though. I've never seen it. Uh, the original Thor, as he existed in the comics, was created in 1962 by Stan Lee, uh, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby, sent to Earth by his father, Odin, to learn the meaning of humility. He lost his memories, and he took on the identity of Dr. Donald Blake, an ordinary, if disabled, mm-hmm. human being. But after holding Midgener, which I suppose is his hammer, for the first time his powers return, the character would eventually become a founding member of the Avengers, or Avengers, uh, and is played, that's the European pronunciation, Avengers. <laughs> so weird. And is played by actor Chris Hemsworth in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. However, this new character will officially take Thor's name as her own later this year. That makes no sense and they are officially out of new ideas so you want to you want to hear the press release at least the choice bits from marvel do i want to well you're going to okay um 
This October, Marvel Comics evolves once again in, the, in one of the most shocking and exciting changes ever to shake one of Marvel's big three, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Marvel Comics will be introducing an all-new Thor, God of Thunder. No longer is the classic male hero able to hold the mighty hammer. A brand new female hero will emerge who will be worthy of the name Thor. Who is she? Where did she come from? And what is her connection to Asgard and the Marvel Universe? The inscription on Thor's hammer reads, Whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. Well, it's time to update that inscription, says Marvel editor Will Moss. The new Thor continues Marvel's proud tradition of strong female characters like Captain Marvel, Storm, Black Widow, and more. And this new Thor isn't a temporary female substitute. She is now the one and only Thor. What?! <laughs> I'm going to move the mic away from my face before I start screaming. I think it's funny because I don't care. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, part of me doesn't care because Thor thoroughly uninterests me. It, I, the, the comic is just terrible. I, well, I shouldn't say terrible. Uh, the movies are cool. Chris Helmsworth does a good job. The, the Avengers is great. Uh, the see, Oven, I disagree. Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, the Avengers. I, Here, I like it. Here's what I don't like about this move, and it's clearly a PR move. Because there's then this kind of pseudo backlash of there's no strong female yes. character. I would argue there still are no strong female characters if you want to go that route. Because just because you turn a male into a female does not mm-hmm. a strong female character make. I agree. If, if you are a true, uh, if you're a true story writer, if you're a true creator, create a a brand new female character mm-hmm. and make her very strong. Right. Don't just take a male character, turn it into a female and go, see, everybody, we, yeah. we have now we have strong female characters. I don't understand. I, it, it boggles my mind why you re, why why not you because you didn't do anything. Didn't, why yeah, people rewrite this. history like that. Speaking of, go ahead. Sorry, because they have no new ideas. Yeah, no, there there are none. There's nothing else to do, and, and they're so, clearly just banking on the Thor movies and all the Marvel hype. Yeah, exactly. And could you imagine if they tried to turn Captain America into a woman? All these other, well, seriously, <laughs> I'm sure they all, have. Oh, yeah, they probably they probably ran the gamut to see which yeah. one they can do. This uh, is the, this is the, yeah, this is the one where people are like, that's really dumb, but whatever. I really don't care. Yeah. And so that's the only reason they can do this is because ultimately Thor. No one doesn't yeah, matter. No one cares. No. It, uh, Taryn like, and I saw Maleficent recently. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I've okay. Seen it. Uh, don't bother. <laughs> it's really okay. terrible. It's very, Thank very you. terrible movie. But it, it's along the same lines as 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 what we're talking about here. You're changing a narrative that mm-hmm. people have known for years, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. decades. You're changing it only to uh, obviously. Pay attention to this small group of people online mm-hmm. who make a big stink about it. Oh, there's no strong female Disney princess, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they make a backstory to Maleficent, mm-hmm. which she was a good fairy, and then she found what she thought was love, which, if you think huh. about it, if you, they, she met this one dude once who would be, grow up to be king mm-hmm. and was totally in love with him. Yeah, it's exactly the same as a princess story. And then for years, all she did was pine away for him. Wow. And then he stabbed her in the back, figuratively, and then she got real mad and then seeked her, you know, seeked her revenge, sought her revenge. Sought, yeah. Well, yeah. the problem with this with this whole movie, which I left it thinking, oh, that was okay. And then I, I rewatched Sleeping Beauty, actually today, and I realized I hate that movie. Not Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent. Maleficent. After yeah. watching Sleeping Beauty, I was like, that movie was so bad because it... It retold the whole story. So I went into Maleficent thinking that it was um, 
just her backstory mm-hmm. and and going to give us a little bit of like the reasonings why she was so evil or whatever. It's not. I mean, it does give that, but it changes the it it doesn't it's not before Sleeping Beauty happened. It goes through the entire story yep. and changes huge plot points. <laughs> like it was so ridiculous i i'm so angry about it it was it was unnecessary too it was very unnecessary so yeah as as an exercise for this discussion taryn i rewatched sleeping beauty mm-hmm. i haven't seen that movie in years it's an adorable movie yeah it is it's super adorable i really enjoyed the storyline um and it starts out nothing like the movie it trans trans transitions nothing like the movie maleficent they they made her nice then they made her evil mm-hmm then they made her nice at the end. So while she huh. didn't really arc, she didn't really change at all. She kind of went back to the way she was, which I suppose was was fine. Okay. It was it was very clumsy. So not only were they they changing Maleficent from just evil because she was just evil to evil with a purpose, right? Uh, which was revenge of a jaded lover. Which I don't know how that's a strong female character, but whatever. Um, but then they, like Taryn said, they changed the entirety of the story of Sleeping Beauty. And um, at the end, she become. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, right, right. it's uh, it's completely it's, different it's and just, really stupid. It okay. was weird, and 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 so my thought on that was: if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, do a prequel. Yes. Let, let's do an yeah. entire story on Maleficent until up butt it up against when she, uh, because we don't see her in the Sleeping Beauty animated feature mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until she comes in and curses the the baby child right, right. person. Little little tiny person. <laughs> what, are, what are they called? Children? Baby child. Baby, Children. Baby. Baby child. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, so up, up until that point, great. Oh, but why didn't they do that? Because she's not a strong enough character. Yeah. So then don't make her... Don't make the movie. Don't make the movie about <laughs> right. her. It, it's just, it's insane. I, I don't know. It, it's it's distressing. Well, good. I won't I'm see distressed. it. I'm distressed. You should. You yeah, should see you it should as a matinee. No. Because it's terrible. It's Angelina Jolie was very off and on. She did... She, I thought she did okay. She actually. did some parts really, really well. Okay. Some parts she was just... She's actually kind of weird to look at. Yeah, I don't yeah. like her. Yeah. Were those her real cheekbones? No. By the way? Okay, that was makeup, you could right? Great cheese on those because things. That, they were ridiculous. <laughs> she was like a triangle. I mean, she has big, you know, like, carved in cheekbones, but uh, but yeah. that was no. ex- accentuated, right? I mean, that it yeah. just looked insane. To me. Yeah, it, 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 it I was meant to that. ask you that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Maleficent, whatever. Ugh. What are you going to do? Um, let's talk about some money. How much money do you think? the Disneyland theme parks bring in on an annual basis profit profit. Well, definitely in the millions. I mean, in the high 2.2 billion dollars billion. That's a, I said it with a B. I don't know if you heard that point. Wow. Yeah. Worldwide. That's just profits. That's wow. not it's 11 parks around the world provided nearly a third of its $45 billion revenue and 20.7% of its $10.7 billion operating profit. New research has uncovered some of the secrets to this success. This is in Forbes, by the way. Oh. Um, so Disneyland Paris, which our friend Blobber went to recently, uh, and he said, if you read his blog post, which I highly recommend, he said there was no one there. We walked on every ride, and any ride we waited for was maybe 15 minutes. So... There's kind of been this uh, assumption in the past that Disney in Paris doesn't make any money, right? Right. Um, it revealed that Disneyland Paris, which was once seen as a poor relation to its bigger brothers in the United States, I just said that, is now one of the top performers. In fact, it has generated more than $700 million in profits since opening in 1992 and made 85.7 mil last year alone. Wow. The driving force behind the Disney's theme park's profit is its scale. 
saying that Disney runs the world's busiest theme parks doesn't do justice to its status. In total, how many people do you think went to all 11 parks in total? Um, oh, Tara. Gosh. I don't, I, I, I don't can't even, even think about it, right? No. Last year, Upper- DCA saw 10 million people. Really? Yeah. So, so what do you think about that? Now, what do you think? 11 parks. Um, oh, my gosh. Probably 300 million. Yes. Wow. I hate it when you overshoot. Uh, 132.5 million guests. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> uh, whatever. It doesn't seem so cool right now. Uh, the total was more than wow. double the 59.8 million who visited Disney's closest rival, British business Merlin, which runs the Legoland and Sea Life parks. Oh, wow. So Disneyland is crushing Legoland and Sea Life. That does not surprise me at all, but... Disney's other major competitor, Universal Studios, is the third in global attendance rankings, but has a fraction of its visitor numbers. Last year, Universal attracted 36.4 million guests. It's, uh, but to put it in perspective, it's just under double the 18.6 mil who visited Disney's fairy tale inspired Magic Kingdom in Florida. Wow. So they're getting a lot of they're getting a lot of folks, but it doesn't it, yeah. it, it just doesn't even do anything, right? All right. Um, all but one of the ten most visited parks worldwide are run by Disney, with the exception being Universal Studios Japan, which had ten million guests. I didn't last even know year. that existed. Had no idea either. Had no idea either. Anyway, anyway, it's an interesting article. It goes on to kind of talk about uh, some deeper numbers and 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 why people are going to to Disneyland parks. Uh, this is kind of a cool thing. The cost of running a theme park are huge. For example, Disneyland Paris has 14,244 employees who are known as cast members uh, and were paid a total of $784.9 million. Wow. Park tickets cover, cover the bulk of the cost but leave little to filter down to the bottom line. The real money is made on merchandise and food and beverage, which have the low fixed costs and can be sold for a huge premium. Mm-hmm. As the guests are a captive well, audience. Well, because you, you get your Disneyland goggles on. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And nothing... It, nothing will take those off. Prices just don't really matter anymore. It's, well, it's, it's insane. Especially yeah. at places like, like Disneyland Paris or, or, or Disney World where you, you kind of aren't near a town. Right. Anaheim is different because you can, you can go somewhere else to yeah. eat. Yeah. But yeah, if you're in these true. resort towns, they don't want you to leave. Right. That's that's insane. What just what gets me is that it's it's profit. That's not just right. what they're that's, taking in. Right. That's what they're making. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah, just for uh, salaries, it's seven hundred eighty-four million. Everything else, well, not everything else, but uh, you know, uh, everything else. Uh, gift shops are cunningly located at the right exits, so guests have to pass through them, and the massive margins on merchandise brings in big bucks. Blah blah blah, and it just kind of talks about all that kind of stuff. So cool. I don't know. Crazy, crazy that article, is, right? That's a whole <clears throat> lot of money. Some well, of that's our money, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> we gave it. I think about two point one billion of that's my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have been a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, but no, I had to find. You had fun land. instead. <laughs> yeah, you had fun. How, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I would rather not have fun. <laughs> uh, let's end on a high note here. You can win. You too. Maybe not you, not us. Right. But if you live in the LA area, you too can win an overnight stay at the Disneyland Parks Haunted Mansion. What? Mm. Oh, yeah. I said that. I, I want said this it. so badly. I want it so badly, too. Uh, this is put on by KTLA 5, which is a news organization down in L.A. Or not organization, but, uh, you know, 
Station. Station. News Station. Uh, they want to treat you to the magic of both Disney theme parks at Disneyland Park Experience, the return of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad with new surprises. Uh, anyway, they want you to, to go hang out at Disneyland Park, but at night, they want you to spend the night in the, in the Haunted Mansion. That would be amazing. I just want An overnight stay for your family, plus a f- uh, four, three-day, one-park tickets and an additional night at Disneyland Resort Hotel. I really hope they mess with you. Like, whoever wins. Yeah, I think uh, I they, do. They, yeah. they do. they scare you. It's like a scary time. Okay. They don't let kids go or something. Certain age kids. So, uh, just go ahead and Google or Bing or, you know, your search engine of choice. Check this out. Uh, overnight stay at the Disneyland Honda Mansion. They've done it before. 2009, they had a family. And, and, and that dude wrote a blog and... and explained how everything worked. It was pretty kind of cool. Nice. Um, but there's 10 trivia questions that go along with this. So you 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 have your family or your team. It doesn't even need to be a family. And it's a, a family of four. Right. And you put everyone's name in. And then you tell them in 50 words or less how your team or family handled a scary situation. Okay. You submit photos. And you answer these 10 questions. You want to try them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, please. <laughs> Let's see if Terrence can figure it out. And then we're going to uh, give you the answers, people, because I think you have until like the 31st of this month. So Wait, are you only asking today's me? Today's the 23rd. Yeah, Terrence knows. Oh, man. Yeah. Actually, I don't. But, Put me on the spot. Okay, sounds good. But Terrence should have to do it because he doesn't do as good on these quizzes as I do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Terrence, oh, Terrence takes a lot of quizzes. We had a, we had a little bit of a Facebook war today, whoa. and I won. <laughs> I don't know Disney movies. I'm sorry. I well, don't care. Do you think you know The Haunted Mansion? <laughs> um... I'm going to say I'm going to get a solid F on this, but let's go for it. Well, that's no fun. No, I'm, you need I'm, to be I'll, confident. Yeah, I'll, I'll get at least eight. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. You yeah. think so? You're going to get, what that's is that? That's not an F. That's, that's, a, that's a, a, a B. I know. I was thinking like four out of ten, but I'll, oh. I'll shoot high. All right. Here we go. Uh, in what year did the Haunted Mansion open? 1967. I forget now, too. <laughs> this is going to be a long segment. No, I'll just pull it up right now. There we go. 67, you think? I think so. Hmm. We should have some sort of penalty if you get it wrong. Uh, you would get shocked because it was actually <laughs> open in 1969. <clears throat> yeah. Close. See, so already. That's pretty close. Uh, on what exact date in the year mentioned above did the Haunted Mansion open? Uh, April 5th. I have no idea. October 31st. August 9th. August 9th. <sighs> yeah. Gosh, you guys. That's random. Okay, I'll get all the, the next eight I'm getting right. <laughs> the next eight? There's only ten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I, missed, yeah, okay. I missed my two. Uh, when, I can't do maths. Uh, <laughs> when the Haunted Mansion opened, it was said to be home to how many happy haunts? 99. You can be the 100. 999. 999. Oh, you can be the 1,000. Oh, gosh. But there, were, there, were, there was a 1,000 when it opened because there was the, the hat box ghost as well. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> True or false, nice the original strategy. concept for the Haunted Mansion called for guests to walk through the attraction. True. That is true. That's absolutely correct. Uh, true or false, there is a bust of Walt Disney located within the Haunted Mansion. False. You're right. Yes. You're right. That is not true. It is uh, Thul... I can't even pronounce the guy's name. Thul yeah. Ravenscroft or yes. whatever his yes. name is. Voice of Tony the Tiger. That's who mm-hmm. he is. He kind of looked like Walt Disney. Uh, trivia question six. What is the name of the vehicle that carries guests through the Haunted Mansion? A doom buggy. Uh, that's correct. Uh, question seven. Who is the lead character of the Haunted Mansion holiday theme when it takes over the mansion for Halloween and Christmas? Jack Skellington. That's correct. Number eight. True or false. The individual who is the face of the original Madame Leota was a Walt Disney Imagineer. Oh, um, I'm going to say false. That's correct. Uh, oh, wait. 
Really? <laughs> Darren. <laughs> oh. That's correct. I thought it was true. <gasps> no, her her Madame Leota's daughter is an Imagineer currently. Oh, okay. Kim Irvine, who was responsible for the entire terrible refurb of yes. Club 33. Uh, question nine. What winged animal follows you through your journey in the Haunted Mansion? This was tough for me. I had to look it up. Uh, a, is there a specific name? or What winged animal? A bat. That's incorrect. Oh. It's a raven. <gasps> Never more. That. Never more. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Taryn was an English major. Edgar Allan Poe. And then this is the easy one. How many hitchhiking ghosts want to follow you home? Three. Yep, there you go. Yeah. So uh, if you guys win, if you stay in the LA area, now, you know, of course, it's it's put on by KTLA 5, so they want to make sure that you're in their target demo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. they're not just sending some family from Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. uh, for no reason. Um, so if you live in the LA area, check this out, dude. And, That's um, awesome, man. Yeah. You know, and we just gave you all the answers. We so. gave you all the answers. So uh, <laughs> I you know. gave you seven of them, but whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put me on your team, is what I'm saying. And but just email me too. Me. Eh, maybe. Just we'll don't see. take your family. Just take the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're probably more fun. Your family doesn't want to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, let's do the fact of the show and we can split, huh? Yeah. Let me make sure I got my uh, outro music loaded. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I do, because you said it. All right, cool. Here we go. Uh, the fact of the show. It's actually a clarification of the show. A while back, we, we, we dropped some knowledge, which um, you know some of you may have already known, that the uh, King Arthur's Carousel was actually uh, purchased from a park in Canada mm-hmm. yeah. and brought over, and that was the thing. Uh, yes, sort of. The carousel was originally from a park called the Sunnyside Park in Toronto, but what we didn't know and recently learned was that the ride is actually a combination of three carousels in order to make it a large enough attraction and fulfills Walt. Walt's dream. The original ride was called a menagerie, which oh, consists of horse, horses and other animals. Apparently, just a, a maybe just a carousel, or they have a specific name for things that are all horses. Right. And then a menagerie is a menagerie. A menagerie, yeah. Or I think the French call it managerie. <laughs> I think it's in the uh, anyway. Um, Disney uh, Walt Disney wanted all the horses. Uh, he wanted all of them horses, and he wanted all of them to be jumpers. And there's okay. different like stargazers and all these weird names for the different positions. But all the mm-hmm. horses, if you look, they're in various positions of jumping. Yep. So two other carousels were sacrificed to turn the original carousel uh, from a three-row, 72-animal ride into its current four-row, 85-horse ride. What Walt wants, Walt gets. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. A little bit of, uh, little bit of a correction, a little bit of some knowledge dropping. That's good info. That's pretty good, right? I wish we had a soundbite for knowledge dropping. Like, we need, like, a bomb, like, a bomb sound. But then instead of, like, the psh, it goes, like, knowledge. Taryn is Taryn's left the room. <laughs> I was going to ask if you just muted her. <laughs> That's not very nice. Taryn's left the room, everybody. Oh. Yeah, uh, she worked her uh, way off hold. Knowledge. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. You guys want to hang out? Hey, buddy. Hi. <laughs> hey, friend. How you doing? All right, we're going to get out of here, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. Sorry it's been so long. Uh, never again shall we leave you for this long. You know what I'm trying to say, everybody? Uh, go check us out. Facebook. Go check us out. Instagram. Uh, go check us out. Twitter. Podcast. Blog. We do everything you need. We got all your Disney info right here. Until next time, everyone, keep your ears up. Keep your ears up.